deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. I'd like to it be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world has opened up as has the Griffin's dream. Hello everyone and welcome to the Streetcast. This is a podcast for laughs Harry Potter fans. I am your host ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz hot off of our uh our victory lap <laughs> sure yeah for the nagini yeah the nagini victory lap the nagini victory lap we're here to collect another one mm. we're here to we're here to to collect some more accolades yeah yeah harry potter skyrim is real <laughs> harry potter skyrim is real <laughs> harry potter skyrim is real i can't believe this um this is wild so in case you listen to this show and have not heard the news some video leaked out of a like really polished looking harry potter triple a rpg video game um and uh it's what the the thing that makes it special the thing the thing that makes this so funny is that this is the thing we've been joking about for weeks and weeks and weeks on this podcast is Everyone on on Reddit wanting Harry Potter Skyrim. That's like a, at least one one giant thread per day on the Harry Potter subreddit. I'm sure it pops up elsewhere, but people people want the people wanted it. People yeah. want this damn thing. Yeah, this is this is not an exaggeration. Like this is such a popular kind of post. Is the uh, imagining the fantasy Harry Potter game, mm-hmm. uh, and you know it it pops up everywhere: Reddit, Tumblr, Twitter you know people saying imagine if there was you know and it's it doesn't matter it's harry potter skyrim harry potter mass effect harry potter fucking minecraft i don't know um <laughs> hey there is harry potter minecraft oh well yeah official uh and everyone <laughs> is you know imagining this perfect you know uh pl- like perfect player agency rpg video game where you get to live out your your hogwarts wizard fantasy uh mm-hmm. and i gotta say what are we 32 weeks into this podcast mm-hmm. in the year 2018 mm-hmm. i can't i can't believe we're having this conversation i can't i cannot <laughs> i am still i'm still a little bit in shock that this is yeah. presumably happening yeah that this is real like so i guess i guess this if if by some major miracle this turns out to be fake this will be very funny to listen to in retrospect but it seems pretty real it is a full ass like i would say probably like like pre-beta trailer like there's clearly some stuff that's like not very polished in it and it's using temp music from the from the movie trailers but like Mm -hmm. this would be pretty hard to fake it is a video of like a character creator and then like like you know a bunch of combat and some exploration stuff and like but like it would be it would be a lot of work to fake this or like it would be like a mod of some other game if it was fake i think and like be really easy to notice yeah yeah i really think that if it was a mod someone would be able well someone would have pointed it out by now this is this is definitely an in the news sort of thing yeah yeah I, I, i can't say i'm really surprised i mean i am surprised uh I assumed that this was coming at some point when Hogwarts mystery came out, there was that press announcement that they were starting like their studio. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they said, uh, or like their publisher or whatever they were, 
uh, announcing the Portkey Games name. And in the little descriptor, they were like, we're working on mobile games and console games in the future. Uh, I wouldn't have expected it to be now. Yeah, if if this was coming, which it probably was inevitable at some point, Mm -hmm. but I was not expecting it this soon. Um, because like you said, there's the port key games thing. Um, I guess this rumor floated a long time ago in like 27, like early 2017, there was like sure. some like rights acquisition thing that was going around that people were speculating like, Oh, this could be a Harry Potter video game. Um, but, uh, this thing looks like, like, you know, like not done, but like pretty far along. Um, and it's biased. So, when it first came out, since this this was a WB thing, a bunch of people assumed it was Rocksteady, the people who made the Batman games that that everyone loves. The um, Arkham games. Yeah, the Ar- yeah the yeah. Arkham yeah the Arkham Batman sure. uh, stuff. People really like those, and like they had said that their next project would still be a licensed thing. So that was a pretty I'd say that's like a pretty solid guess, but I guess it's not them. It's Avalanche is is what I've I've that's heard. Me, that seems to be the the dominant speculation is that it's avalanche and they're i think it's like a little bit confusing because there are two avalanche studios yeah it's like avalanche software and avalanche studios one of them made uh like fuck what is that game called like just cause just cause and and rage mad max and and rage yeah and those ones it's not that it's the other one that made disney infinity Mm -hmm. uh that's what it's called right to be yeah yes yes they made disney infinity which i have heard i've not played disney infinity i have heard that that was actually a pretty good series like right like i like those yeah like it was like good i don't know who it was for but that's okay (laughs) yes Um, yes yeah you know so I don't know. It was for children with very rich parents. Yes. So, I don't know. It seems pretty real to me. Can we tell the story of how we happened upon this? Yes. This is so... We... We... uh, Like... Like, like, we're, like as, as we do, browsing the Reddit late at night. Our late the... night Harry Potter subreddit vigil. As, I, yes. as I'm, I'm coining that now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the subreddit vigil um sorting by new finding all the crazy shit there and there was a thread that was like was it called like you know why are you deleting the rpg thread or something like that or or something like that and (laughs) we realized it's discussion week so no one can post pictures or video links they can only post text discussion stuff discussion week happens every other week it's so funny it's hilarious this is I I could so I can understand uh, uh having like a no memes week. Mhm. You know? I, like that makes sense to me, I guess. But for such an I mean, I guess we have the Fantastic Beast stuff, so this isn't like entirely fair, but for for a subreddit that is for such an old series of right. books to think that you have a need for an every other week discussion week seems a little overboard. Like it's see I Seems it's like pretty, they should be kind of grateful for any content they right. get. You should be, point. you should be, yeah. You should take what you can get. I think, and and I'm not mean, and that's not a dig against Harry Potter. That's more just like it's 20 years old. No, yeah. Like, I mean, we have a podcast, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I right. but but to squelch certain content depending on the time seems crazy <laughs> to me, especially because like so someone and the the thing is like the the person who had this video 
they they were trying to make a thread with proof in the op that they had this video but they couldn't because it was discussion week and so they kept on posting like their text description of what happened and they, so that their story is that they were pulled aside at like the mall and like got into this focus group thing and they didn't make him sign an nda um which i like everyone was harping on like how unbelievable that sounds but here's the thing one it's totally believable those those like focus group things are always run by third parties and they're probably very very lax it's very easy for stuff to leak out of those i've been part of that kind of focus group thing before they are not very tightly run ships right um, two could also just easily be a story he's making up to protect whatever source he did get it from right like that yeah. part shouldn't matter and yet that is because the thing is it would be one thing if all he had was the story uh-huh. but he had a video he had a fucking right. like i mean the, vi- the video is video. extremely convincing um yeah but everyone was like because he couldn't post the video these threads would just be people saying like like lol you found this at the mall no way and then the thread would get deleted and he'd have to try again and it was really funny we were watching this happen like in real time uh trying to like find one where the video was up long you know up long enough to see yeah and honestly i do i do believe his story uh, i think that like part of the problem is this his story contradicted himself like a couple times about like the nda or like the details of the whole thing mm-hmm. um i i think that that is a little bit more believable to me than just like the perfect story also he was like uh, no offense but like an incredible dork his like reddit <laughs> handle was like vape something i won't vape say me, what it, it is like vape this right like and and every and like people were argumentative because it's reddit and they're all like fucking reddit detectives so they're like well you said this and like how do i how do i know you didn't make this and all of his his like defensiveness was like look at my user history i'm too dumb to fake this and i'm <laughs> like yes i believe you yeah <laughs> oh it's so funny so so there was a there was like this real uh electric moment i was having and i think you you were feeling similar in that like we were we we had like discovered this leak like as it was happening and like like i i've never had that experience of like being like in like like on the cutting edge of like a thing happening you know like like it was very exciting it was wild um also i gotta say that trailer looks kind of good like I liked it. Yeah, it does look pretty good, doesn't it? It sure does. In our, th- I think in our third segment today, we will we will get into some some predictions, which will be fun. But I think as just like a hot take straight from the the hip here, uh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I I definitely am in the camp of trying not to get my hopes up too much. Yeah, which is definitely. the bad camp to be in, and and it's like it's it's really funny for me because I. I feel like I am not apt to do that for video games or for Harry Potter. So seeing them <laughs> combined in this way, and then all of a sudden I'm feeling like, wait, what if this is really good? Uh-huh. Is, is a little bit scary. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little daunting, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so like I downloaded this video from the YouTube channel like immediately because I was like, I don't know how long this is gonna last. Right. Uh, and then like pretty much right after that it was starting to get taken down and then like the threads were getting taken down 
but there was all this incredible there was like there was there was a mod on the on the subreddit who was like convinced <laughs> it was fake and like kept on taking it down and kept on saying they were locking the thread and i really want to know what they're feeling right now like i, I feel like <laughs> the vi- like again there's a video like there was a damn video that was that was like an entire three minute trailer uh I don't know. Like, I feel like at that point, you might just like at least give it the benefit of the doubt. I I think that this is the greatest microcosm of the Harry Potter fandom, at least on Reddit. And it is the uh, news. A huge leak breaks. It's related to maybe the like most common kind of thread on the Harry Potter subreddit, which is where is our Harry Potter Skyrim? Right. I mean, this is huge. This is enormous news. This is I mean, like, this is the most news you can expect coming out of Harry Potter, uh-huh. like, in 2018, right? Like, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, like, it, I'd say, like, like short of J.K. Rowling saying that she's writing another book, like, like in the series, yeah. this is maybe the biggest potential news you could have. Right, and you ha- kind of have to assume, based on, like, Reddit demographics, that, like, gaming is probably, like, more represented than it otherwise would be. So, to watch mods take it down for discussion week was was surreal it was a surreal moment because we were sorting by new and it's just like the the post quality of the kind of discussions that you have about a a 20 year old book series is like it's astonishing it's like right above the, uh, the the thread that survived the longest about the leak um was right next to a thread that was, what do you think about Luna Lovegood? And the OP was like, I think Luna Lovegood is beautiful and smart. What do you think? Like, like great, thank you. I'm so glad we could have this discussion in Discussion Week. Oh, it's it's really quite incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, the game looks pretty good. Um, yeah. It, I, I guess some other details that we maybe know about it or like I'll go over like the rumors, I suppose, yeah. because the guy that posted it also had like a write up and it was either they gave me this or I was told this. And and what we've heard is that you start school and there's like a character creator and everything and you start school fifth year, uh, but you have some kind of tie to. Uh, mysterious powers or you're particularly powerful Um, mysterious things start happening in the forbidden forest and you and a teacher um, investigate that so that's kind of what we know also that it's um, takes place in the 1800s and I say no but this is what's rumored yeah the the 1800s thing is interesting because uh i in in the video there's like a lot of combat shown at one point and the combat is mm-hmm. mostly goblins so it's probably I'm, I'm i'm assuming they're gonna like write in one of the goblin rebellions or something like into the story like that's gonna be I, a, I a sure focus hope it's a goblin war and not a goblin rebellion uh-huh. <laughs> really yeah, kind mm. of on the goblin side on the rebellions honestly yeah so so we'll see it we'll see how that all pans out but but that's yeah. kind of that's kind of what we know. Also, that you can choose your Hogwarts house. I think that we either have that information from the write-up or from the character creator just having all of those options. There are yeah. moon calves in the in the thing from Fantastic Beasts, which was one of the most convincing things right. that is real to, to me because it's like yeah. brand integrity 
stuff i guess um, it's like the exact shot from from the movie even like with yeah. him feeding them um yeah um there's hogsmeade at one point in the trailer which looks really cool uh like there's the great hall like we see we see so many like locations and stuff very quickly that because like i you know there are tools out there to make very impressive looking things relatively easily if you are a coder animator right person right um you know you can whip up a demo in unreal engine 4 um sure if you're a talented like developer or whatever but like there's so much in this it it feels official right like 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 if if someone made this from scratch like as a gag or whatever or like to prove they could it means that they are talented animators modelers like designers and like also video editors right because like the pacing the pacing feels like a trailer oh Um, yeah so it it will be a lot of fucking work for one person it's definitely not impossible but it's pretty unlikely i would say that it's um, fake yes Mm -hmm. um so I, I, which also uh casts a kind of funny light on how skeptical the reddit is still being about mm-hmm. it it's, it's oh, very, st- there are a lot of weird conspiracy theories or not conspiracy theories but like here's how it could be fake and it's it's funny to read them because it's always just like well it's probably just more likely that it's real uh someone was proposing that it was real but then went out of development and then they leaked it on purpose to <laughs> To like see if there was interest and i just don't i think that That, it's probably just more likely that it is what it is on its face (laughs) that that's something that like could be maybe possible if it was like a a shittier looking video and i don't mean shitty like oh it looks like a bad game but i just mean like earlier in development right like this thing looks almost i would say like not 100 percent. like there's definitely some like ui quirkiness and stuff in the video but like it looks pretty done like they i think at the point where you're like animating moon calves for a like two second cutscene, you're probably mm-hmm. like in the polishing stages right um uh yeah i so yeah i, I don't. also like would there be interest like like it's fucking harry potter like people will buy a harry potter video game i'm i'm just gonna yes that would probably do okay yeah by that same token though like i i do agree with that people will buy a harry potter video game i will buy a harry potter video game that's that's not an issue i am also laughing at all the people whose reaction thinking this is a way bigger deal than it actually is oh uh, there's like yeah, as there's far the as opposite like, spectrum like wider yeah. gaming news where like this th- like people that are convinced this is like the biggest news in gaming in the next last 10 years like this is <laughs> this is gonna, <laughs> gonna make everyone harry lose potter their minds. has finally like, come it's like to probably AAA not i don't think it's that because they're you know they talk about this you know the guy's story about the focus group at the mall or whatever and they're like no way this is way too serious to have such lack security it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's a triple a harry potter game i just don't it's not that also not that I'm big pretty, of a deal <laughs> i'm also pretty sure that there are test screenings of curse of, of crimes of grindelwald like going on right now like <laughs> we could probably go and hang out at, at the cinema and like get invited to one you know like we're at that stage yeah they, i i have some bad news for you we're gonna uh, have to I, pay I, to see that movie no i was going to say i think that crimes of grindelwald is definitely real <laughs> I, 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 I think uh, I, the, jur- the jury's back they're in in session and crimes of grindelwald 
It's real. That's a real. It's a real we're one. Gonna, we're gonna have to see that one. Yeah, we are. That's true. Yeah, it's 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 very cool. I am very excited, but good lord, the um the response around it has just been so funny. I guess it, like with the added context too, like there are probably a lot of like non gaming like or at least pe- people who like don't focus on on video games you know like this is probably like like a big news thing for them too yeah and uh this isn't a judgment but there will i'm i'm, I'm expecting some very fun discussion around around this thing from like that end of the the audience where it's like it's gonna get announced and someone's gonna say like you know like like you know does the ps4 version run into ps3 with worse graphics or something like that like there's just gonna be some very very wholesome like non-gamer question stuff that i'm excited to read on the you know, like on harry potter sites and stuff oh yeah because this definitely has sure. like a broader reach right like i have to assume so there's definitely some people who are probably more just like i like books side of things that, that that this would just be like an exciting new reason to get a console for i'm so excited for like harry potter youtube to get in uh, on this yeah they haven't gotten in on it yet they have not they refuse to um it seemingly uh they're in the pocket of big rowling and they will Mm. not they will not address these these leak rumors yeah i'm I'm a little disappointed we'll see i'm i'm keeping my eye on our favorite harry potter youtuber the bakey because she's she's a harry potter youtuber but she's also a gamer hell yeah she is so so we'll see if that if she uh has something to say or maybe hints at something yeah yeah because uh, she's she also like does Fortnite streams and stuff so yeah she's she's with it she's probably more with it than i am hell yeah yeah no the the, the bakey is our hero the hero of youtube and will address this before tessa netting i am 100 percent sure tessa netting has not addressed it and still has not put up a, a crimes of grindelwald reaction, reaction video right she's still reacting to this day still reacting that's how, just that that's how good of a reaction it was yeah yeah it's it's so wild because i like feel like we're in this 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 zone of of like the nagini stuff finally it, it's all out there like everyone has put, yeah. put it all out there and it's like the aftermath. everyone's had their take yeah we we saw the the nagini with breasts illustration so yeah we sure did from an official book uh, real concept art so gotta swallow my pride on that one uh i did not I realize refused, that that was i refuse to swallow my pride because i i did know about this i literally just think that it, it is a concept artist that read the book and just drew that like yeah. i think that they either didn't know or thought that that would be cool i just i don't they thought it'd be I cool still, or scary or something yeah right? it is yeah. To be fair, yeah, I spooky. do agree. Yeah. I don't think that it has any implications on the canon of how Voldemort is milking <laughs> Nagini. No, but but boy, howdy, I've sure seen that picture more times than I've ever wanted to for a lifetime. That's really lucky. Yeah. Um. But yeah, God, what a big news, big news after big news. If when if you had told me like so much Harry Potter stuff would be like happening in real time as we were doing this podcast when we started, I would not have believed it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, like, I think the thing that perplexes me most is um, like, I, I can't, uh, you know, I, I we consume a lot of Harry Potter content online. 
from all around, uh, like all corners. Mm-hmm. And I, I cannot get an idea of the size or like enthusiasm for Harry Potter that there like is for the general public. Mm-hmm. It's like the Fantastic Beasts movies. Like I know people go see them. I know they're popular. They're making another one, so it definitely like made money. But I can't quite get a feel for how popular. Yeah, and I feel the it's... same way about this game, where it's like I know people are going to buy this game, Harry Potter fans and like video game people, if the game is good. Right. But I can't quite get get an idea of the reach. I think the the best handle I have for that is that a first Fantastic Beasts movie um was like the ninth highest grossing movie of that year mm. and and uh Deathly Hallows those movies were like if not the top pretty up there for like highest grossing movies of the, that year. How how were movies that year though? 2000 see that would be 2010 there's some pretty f- good fucking movies out in 2010 if mm. i remember right uh and and also <laughs> by that same token like this is competing with marvel movies right. and stuff yeah um so but i think that's a pretty good hand like it's it's you know it's in the top 10 most you know popular franchises or whatever just kind of probably closer to the bottom for the general public i would imagine like they're totally diehard fan like like i i see deathly hallows bumper stickers and stuff like every damn day right like, oh yeah oh everywhere all the time but it's Surrounded but, I, but it's not hallows. it's not at that like fever pitch anymore that it once was um, right which is why it's so surprising that there's just like so much news coming out all the time um I think J.K. Rowling will write more Harry Potter books. I think I have accepted that that will probably happen. Well, she keeps saying she won't. Okay, okay um, let's, let's narrow this prediction down then. Okay, we'll take it as a given that she's going to do it. Do you think that they will that it will be announced before we finish with the seventh book? Ooh, let's see. That's going to be like a that's like within a year or two given how many ch- depending on how many chapters we do per week yeah right yeah uh, it's hard it's so. hard to say year two years oh man that would be we should put up a poll <laughs> yeah i want to know what the people think um i i don't know if it'll be that soon i think that once the movies are done i bet that the movie i bet that like the fifth movie or something or maybe even the fourth one um maybe they'll get it in like maybe they'll cross over a bit but i bet like one of the movies or something will have like a teaser or like a clue that'll and i and i can't say what you know like i have no idea what it would possibly be but like a a a hint that 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 something will be carrying forward like a post credit sequence or something that like brings harry back or some other like important character back and then it's like surprise we're going to do or we're we're going back we're doing more more wizard books and stuff. I, I could definitely see that happening. This might be going a little deep, mm. but um, maybe after Fantastic Beasts, we'll get like an alternate timeline Harry Potter type thing. I'm thinking like, and this is why I say this is going too deep is because I am imagining kind of like a, uh, a story like the uh, World of Warcraft expansion Warlords of Draenor, where we get like <laughs> a time turner alternate Isn't that basically- stuff. That- 
Isn't that basically Cursed Child? Isn't Cursed Child I mean, basically Warlords of Draenor? Oh yeah, definitely. Everyone hates it. Uh, <laughs> timelines. Uh, <laughs> I could y- see that though. Like like a like a like a like a kind of nostalgia remix thing yeah, for like audiences. Yeah, just like a rehashing yeah. the same hmm. shit again. Um, so we'll see. I I think that like this is a you know two two paths and one is where jk rowling just continues what she's doing this seems like the more likely path where it's like harry potter is going to be like made continually worse because she's just gonna keep doing it and retaining that creative control and then there's the other path where it's like this becomes a franchise and more different writers get a hold of it and tell different kinds of stories in the universe yeah which i think at this point i would prefer Oh, 100%. You know? I, yeah. I feel like that's like my my saving grace and maybe my my highest hopes for this game is I'm thinking like, oh, this meant like a different writer got a hold of this. Yeah, I'd be really curious to see like how. Yeah. But then again, the idea of JK Rowling writing a like a like a branching RPG game is just so funny to me. Like I'm specifically the image of JK Rowling like buying a bunch of games and then like playing them for research is really entertaining to me like because we know that she plays minecraft we know that we know that she's a gamer yeah um, but like 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 jk rowling playing mass effect and just choosing all the renegade options on, <laughs> all the time or something like oh i love it you think she would choose renegade options in a mass effect playthrough <sighs> that's the other thing cause the, because okay. the write-up that we got is that this uh this game is going to have a like an alignment system it's like are you going yeah. to be a dark wizard or are you going to be a good wizard um i'm gonna say that actually jk probably picks all of the the paragon options in mass effect except she definitely punches that reporter every time <laughs> oh yeah definitely that's i agree with that there's no other um. other way um god yeah this is just this is one of those things that like i could just talk about forever because this is like like both of my wheelhouses right it's it's harry potter and video games holy shit those are some powerful wheelhouses to be powerful yeah (laughs) powerful uh things to know way too much about um but i think we should put a pin in this now and return in our third segment for our uh, like actual predictions and i think we should maybe talk about our reading yeah let's let's shift gears here uh we read a couple chapters from uh goblet of fire uh so i'll just <laughs> go right into it um chapter six is called the port key um i think that we're just jumping right i mean this is going to be like a common thing we're jumping right back in this is like the next scene they had gone to bed and all of the younger kids which i think includes harry hermione fred george ron Ginny, get woken Mm -hmm. up by uh mrs weasley and it's like super early basically the middle of the night uh and they have they have to walk to the quidditch world cup uh (laughs) But, you know, and the older kids get to sleep in because they can all apparate. And this is when we kind of get the explanation of apparition. We learn about splinching. Um, We find out that apparition is uh, you have like a license to do it. And and not not everyone even likes to do it. Some people just like to to take brooms. Uh, They go uh, to take their walk and, and, you know, Harry 
it's like we're walking to the Quidditch World Cup and and Arthur says, nope, we're walking to a port key. Um, and we get a little bit of an explanation about what a port key is, which is something it's trash that you touch or or whatever. Uh, in this case, it's trash because they're trying to hide the Quidditch World Cup from muggles and they don't want muggles picking up the port key and it teleports you where you need to go at a certain time. Uh, I did miss something. So I'm before they left, Molly also confiscated a bunch of prank stuff from Fred and George. So I missed that. Uh, but they they walk to the Quidditch World Cup and or to the port key rather. And we get a little bit more explanation. Arthur kind of talks about how difficult it is to coordinate uh, so many wizards getting together at once so much so that the, the coordination effort is, is a big pain. And some people are arriving on port keys and people with cheaper tickets had to arrive weeks earlier to camp. Uh, the Quidditch world cup is being held on, on like a campsite or like a pretty empty moor. They arrive at the destination of the port key where they run into Cedric and his dad, Amos. Uh, and he likes Cedric a lot and is like super chatty and is a little bit rude and weird to Harry uh, about the Quidditch game that Cedric won the year before. But Arthur kind of cuts it off and says like, oh, well, we got to go. It's time to leave. And they touch touch an old boot and then they teleport to the, the Quidditch World Cup location. And that's that whole chapter. This is stuff I like. This is a shorter chapter. This is still in that, that weird, um, like you were saying, like, like this is basically just like the next scene. Right. And the, the thing that was so that's made this such a hard shift from the last books is like nearly every chapter ending and beginning felt like weeks past a lot of the time. In other mm-hmm. books, right. Uh, yeah. and in this, it's like, like, it's basically just like, Nope, this is just the next, you know, next moment to the next topic. And, I'm still not used to that, but this chapter and the chapter before it, you know, the with kind of the domestic Weasley stuff, I'm kind of easing a little bit into it more, I think. Yeah, yeah, we we got off to a rocky start, especially because the scenes themselves were bad before, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, for, the, for the most part. So I'm I'm getting I'm getting more into it. I'm still kind of getting my sea legs here because it is so different. This one has a lot of exposition i suppose we we learn a lot of like new wizarding stuff in this chapter i i think it it's pretty seamlessly worked in the the like things we learn are about some wizards can apparate and they have to take a port key and then we also kind of get our intro to the the coordination effort of the world cup and that stuff's all my favorite um like, yeah, we get a more, lot more, more in the next of that one. Yeah, in the next chapter, but just like the hints of like the organization effort and like like how a big wizard event works in the Muggle world is very interesting. Um, I, I really like that stuff. Um, the port key idea is really cute, even though like very confusing. Not no, it's not very confusing. It is it is it is funny that we get um both the like in depth explanation of apparition and also an in depth depth explanation of port keys which are like similar but different things um like all at once in the same chapter in a way that like like we we had praised a lot of um azkaban for how seamlessly it worked like clues in and mm-hmm. i think this feels a little less seamless just because you really get the sense or maybe and maybe it's just because like i know the book and i know what matters but like this really feels like 
a like these all need to get in under the door early right now you know like yeah it 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 does come across as quite weird that we're introduced to two different forms of magical teleportation in the same chapter mm -hmm. right (laughs) yeah that's that's what i mean like like it's it's we get one explained in detail and it's like okay i will file that one away in my old noggin and then immediately we're introduced to another one that's like not this not the same but still weird and new and like I wonder if it's almost intended to be a red herring because the because aberration gets like the most time and like has all the stuff about splinching where it's like a little more graphic and you're like, oh, that's the one I'm probably going to remember more than the port key. Right. But I don't know. Maybe I I'm you know, this is definitely looking ahead a lot, um, but I'm a little worried and maybe there's an explanation that I'm not remembering, but I'm a little bit worried that this is going to be a return to the Mirror of Erised confusion, because I feel like the port key at the end of this book is not going to work the way the port keys are explained to us. Oh, yes. In uh-huh. this early stuff. It's like the port key works the way it works in the end because it needs to, but it's a little bit yeah. of a misfire because I don't. I don't really get the impression that that's how they work from this chapter. Yeah, I'm very curious. I will be very curious to know how that stuff shakes out. Cause, and maybe that's just a, also like movie brain poisoning, you know, because I know what I remember is like the key distinction between like apparition and port keys that is made in this chapter is that port keys, you have to be touching it like at the specific time. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, and also just not that it would it it, it would bring you back necessarily right right um yeah because yeah. because the, they're put they're putting it in the trash at the beginning of the next chapter too like they're like it's a one-use item um it's all very i don't know <laughs> like that like like i want i want to keep following this thread but i'm also like i don't know i don't really remember exactly how the ending shakes out so i am curious to see whether it follows its own rules in the end yeah, we'll see. Um, I also am going to apologize because I'm going to, I am, there's no, there's no way in hell that I'm going to say apparition every time. I'm going to say apparition. Oh, I can't, I no, cannot help it. Uh, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw that out there because I'm, that's just going to, how it's going to be, folks. <laughs> yes, uh, it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. It's a cute pun. Not even really a pun. It's just a like cute, cute word. Um, but yeah, it's, I always say it the wrong way too. It's, it's, it's a little goofy. Um, I uh oh there's also a moment here that that also comes across as like feeling like it might be trying to like make you remember a clue for later but I also think it might be it almost feels like an editor's note there's the part where uh Molly is like getting all of the the trick stuff out of Fred and George's pockets with her wand and she's going you know SEO 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 mm-hmm. and because I have read all these books and I know what Asio means, there's this sentence that really sticks out. That's like Molly used her summoning char- her summoning charm to get the. <laughs> th- I'm like, yeah, I know what Asio is, but like, like I can't tell if that's like a, a clue reminder or a like, like an editor going like Joe, just in case someone's reading this one first, you have to put in an explanation of what this funny word means. Yeah, I can totally see that. On the other hand, I'm still feeling a little lukewarm about this book because I feel like it's poorly edited. <laughs> I, but that's, not, yeah, to say, that's not to say that I don't think that that could be an editor's note. But 
I'm I'm trying not to to form premature judgments on it, but I gotta say I'm a little bit scared that this is a this is going to become a creative control issue. Yeah, I'm still we're this far in, and I mean I enjoyed the I I I think this is the reading I've enjoyed the most out of the ones we've had so far in this book. Oh yeah, but I'm definitely. but I'm still kind of like why is this one so long so so far like my that's like my main reaction right now is like why is this one so long uh yeah. because we get to hogwarts in like chapter three or four of most of the other ones and like here we're like not even at the world cup like match where we're still in like the, the run-up to it um it just is it just seems like uh a lot has stretched out but like nothing for no reason yet for like 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 n- more information or and what have you is like not being utilized in this length yeah i i'm i'm really trying to untangle the combination of the style shift to this like chapters being singular scenes they're they're longer they're more kind of moment to moment dialogue heavy stuff um and also the creeping feeling that I'm getting that um, like book three was well edited in a way that made every it's like I think that J.K. Rowling has a very uh, identifiable style, I guess. Oh, and yeah, when I and sure. when I read book three, uh, there are things that stick out to me as like quirks of her writing in a positive way because it feels like she put it all out there and an editor finally honed it into like the best form of her style. And yes. this one I am afraid is creeping toward like, uh-oh, no one has teased out the good stuff here. This is just, this is it. This is, this is the fucking, this is the stand that was released uh, the Stephen uh-huh. King novel that he re-released that is like the uncut version that's fucking 1200 pages long because uh-huh. uh, yeah because I guess at this point like after three books like who's gonna you can't stop her right like like in like nothing you can see <laughs> I'm sure like if you were an editor working on the fourth Harry Potter book um, you could like maybe write polite suggestions but I doubt you're gonna be able to like really put the screws to jk rowling you know like like yeah on, on cutting stuff and i guess like i i don't have a really good example right now i'm sure i could go back in our chapter and find it but there there's just some things like i think she has uh, like a real like she chooses words in a really fun way but when it isn't kind of gone back over with a fine tooth comb to bring out the best part of her style it ends up just seeming kind of messy and over the top and i guess i kind of Mm -hmm. feel that way about it um i'm really trying not to to make any any huge judgments here on chapter six because again like i feel like any of these things that i'm feeling about it are are really getting thrown off by what is just a structural change to these chapters definitely definitely yeah um yeah so much of this hinges like especially because we're limiting ourselves to a few chapters a week yeah um um you know there there's probably there hopefully there are payoffs to a lot of these like style changes and things that we're noticing that like will make it all click eventually like oh this is why the style shifted so drastically um, right i'm we're, i'm definitely not we're definitely not far enough to say one way or the other 
Nope. Um, so I'm still not like that worried about it, but it, it, it is just so noticeable how different it is like as, as a thing to read. Yeah. Um, I like the Amos scene a lot. Oh, uh, me too. It's, it's uh, honestly like probably my favorite, like interpersonal kind of thing that has happened so far in this book. Yeah. It's, it's just a really good, awkward dad scene. Um, Amos is like really nice, but is like also he's like very supportive of his son in that really funny way where it's like and like everyone else has to be denigrated to the, you know, to, to like aid that, which is very funny. Like all his stuff about like, oh, well, Harry fell off his broom. He's the worst flyer uh, between <laughs> you. And it's like I, I get what he's saying. He's just trying to like he's, you know, he's proud of his son, but like like he's being very embarrassing about it in front of them both uh it's it's sweet in a in a kind of embarrassing goofy way yeah and i and i like that cedric is kind of like embarrassed and you know he's he tries to kind of talk his dad down and be like well he it was because there were dementors or what it's it's good characterization of cedric especially knowing what's going to happen um i did laugh maybe out loud that uh cedric is described as extremely handsome it's like he yes. cedric is there he's an extremely handsome boy who's saying who's, <laughs> who's thinking that is that harry is harry <laughs> yes yeah, is, is that harry's internal monologue is harry the if we've been if we've been like too mean about this whole gay character thing is is is, is there <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very harry uh, was there all along no it's it's like a really funny um like weird switch from from like point of view character to a i assume just what we need to know about him but but it's in contrast to i think next chapter where we hear that cho chang is extremely pretty which i or very pretty or something like that which i think we're we're supposed to know is coming from harry yeah well i'm just thinking i'm thinking about like like oh cedric is extremely handsome and like bill is dot 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 cool you know like it's 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 funny these this is a new way of describing characters and just these like very basic like and i don't even mean that like negatively but like very basic like like broad terms right like bill bill is cool cedric is handsome cho is pretty i I kind of like it um it's like a very shorthand way to just kind of like get what you need to know about the very minor characters across yeah Uh, and I, i also like um that in terms of what i would imagine it like i think it's a little like i don't think harry would be like oh cedric cedric is extremely handsome i do think these kind of shorthand descriptors are a characteristic of a 14 year old yes yeah for sure um and the uh the the actual description of the port key magic is pretty impressive too i thought that was kind of cool the like it's like a hook behind his navel suddenly jerking forward or something. It's like a very mm-hmm. vivid uh, yeah. uh, description, which is, is, is cool. There's, there's some neat stuff in here. This is the, these, these two chapters, like I said, like really enjoyed these ones. Do you think that apparition is uh, something that shouldn't have been in these? <sighs> You know what I mean? Ooh, like in the same way where it's like really... the invisibility cloak, the Marauder's Mat, like all of yeah. that. Do you think it falls into that kind of like, like, oops, we made characters able to teleport uh, like I, anywhere? I yeah, I think it's definitely a tough thing. I think that the splinching stuff and like there's that explicit thing 
that Arthur says it's like, oh, like since since like the risk is so high or like, you know, the 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 risk potential is, is so, you know, potentially gross and, and fatal or whatever, like like most or a lot of wizards just prefer to use brooms. I think that sort of helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um like like adding a risk factor to it and making it like you know not uncommon but like it's almost like a character trait like if you, if you say a character can appre- and like uh, granted i think it eventually ends up just being used this way as like and so and so can teleport but it, it like it it's it being something that like it is difficult dangerous and requires a license kind of adds at least up front like a layer of like it's actually kind of an interesting way to characterize people. Like, like, does a character prefer to use a broom or do they prefer to apparate? Like that, that says something about their character at this stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I liked, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised by the apparition description stuff and everything surrounding it. I liked Harry's imagining the person getting splinched and leaving their, like a leg and an eyeball lying on the street. It's like mm-hmm. kind of gross and, and kind of funny. And I like that this this look into into wizard life and I and it's also um, I think it's Percy that just got his apparition license and he's described as uh, apparating down the stairs just to show that he could. Um, Uh I love that. I think that this is one of those things that is at the the Delta of works really well in what I'm going to call old Harry Potter and doesn't (laughs) work as well as we are ushered into the new the new gritty gritty wizarding world Um, yeah i don't know (laughs) if splinching ever comes up again like i i i i truly don't know um because i want to say that like as far as i know from here forward apparition basically is just like handy teleporting and not and not something that that really matters and i that's that will be a bummer yeah. Um, if, if I'm right about that. But as it is right here, I like it. I think. Me too. Yeah. I think I, I, I fall on that side of things, but I, I guess when I read about it, I can't help but think of all the, the apparating that happens in fantastic beasts. Cause that's kind of my, yeah. my, my like mental image of how the wizarding world has developed. And it's, I, I don't enjoy it as much as this, like the more quaint mundane, life stuff that we're still mm-hmm. kind of seeing here yes for sure this was our shall, short chapter this is the short chapter shall we move to the long the very long chapter this is a very long yeah let's let's do that this is a very long chapter i'm probably gonna miss stuff i tried to grab everything that is important because a lot of this is um i'm actually trying to think if there might be a new way that i'll structure this because mm-hmm. we they're kind of like the important parts of this is that they arrive to a campsite after they go through the port key and the things that happen in it is that they, they arrive, they set up their tent and they take a walk. Right. But it's all, all right. of the things yeah, that that's they, all that happens. That, that is what the characters do. So uh, they, they get there, they're directed by a wizard. That's just looking just sick of it. Uh, it's really hard to hide from the muggles and they have to go to a muggle campsite owner and pay with muggle money for their campsite. And in the midst of it, the muggle starts getting suspicious. And so the, the ministry wizard has to show up and obliviate him and say like, oh, we've had to do this all day. He keeps catching on to what we're up to. And they go to their 
their campsite and they are passing by and we're seeing all these, you know, these crazy tents and uh, they arrive and the Weasley's tents look normal. And I think it's Hermione and Harry that helped Mr. Weasley set them up because they kind of set up like, like normal muggle tents. But when they go in, there are a bunch of rooms and a kitchen and they're, they're amazing and are way, way bigger inside. And, and most of uh, what we see in this chapter is, is wizards failing to appear like muggles and and so after they set up the tent mr weasley's like oh no we're not going to use the kitchen we're going to camp like muggles so a few kids could go get some water uh, from the well or whatever so we walk down the tents and we see that that there are chimneys on some tents and like cool cool magic stuff and remember it's like still really early in the morning so as they're on their walk they're seeing people just like kind of start to wake up and start start their day because some people have been camping for for weeks if they had kind of cheaper tickets we also get harry kind of thinking to himself that he has never this is the first time that he's really thought about wizards from around the world Um, we're seeing people from from all over to, to come see the quidditch world cup they get the water and on their way back, we see kind of just like little snapshots of other wizards. There are a couple, there is a kid that blows up a slug because he took his dad's wand. We see another uh, couple kids riding toy brooms. Uh, there's also like a, a part where they see wizards from Africa. There's some wizards from America uh, and and then they happen upon a bunch of tents that are covered in live clover, and it's the Finnegans of Seamus Finnegan, and they are they are rooting for for Ireland. They also go see some some Bulgarian tents or people that are rooting for Bulgaria rather. And on those are big posters of Victor Crumb. This is kind of where we're introduced to Crumb as a character. Ron loves Victor Crumb. He's the Bulgarian seeker. He's so good, on and on. And he's a little bit surly looking. Uh, we also see a little scene that we pass by where a ministry wizard is trying to convince another wizard to not wear what I assume is like a muggled nightgown or dress and is saying, please put on pants. Muggle men wear pants muggle women wear dresses and he won't do it um so we just kind of get the the general impression that the ministry wizards are trying to keep it together and and not really succeeding very well we also i think we get back to the campsite and arthur weasley talks a bit about uh like ministry people he knows because we see them pass by we also get uh the first mention of department of mysteries in this chapter just kind of in passing eventually ludo bagman arrives and we get an introduction to him he's just a kind of older retired quidditch player who's now the head of the department of games and sports but he was the one that got arthur weasley the tickets he makes a bet with mr weasley about the outcome of the match and then mr weasley kind of watches helplessly on as fred and george gamble all of their money that they have on a very unlikely um Ireland will win, but Bulgaria will catch the snitch. There's also uh, a little part where they ask Ludo Begman if there's any word of Bertha Jorkins, but he's not worried about it and they have no clue. Um, Barty Crouch arrives and he looks like a muggle. He's like the only wizard there that's doing a great job. Harry thinks that even Vernon would be fooled by him. And, And Crouch is just trying to get Ludo Begman to 
do his job and kind of ushers ushers him away. Um, we also get dropped that uh, there's something happening at Hogwarts. This is the first time, or rather the second time we're hearing about this. Um, and Ludo kind of wants to tell the kids, but nope, it's a secret. Uh, it's time for Quidditch. It's getting to, to nighttime. Um, they, the kids go out and they buy a bunch of souvenirs and Harry buys Ron and Hermione omnioculars to watch the match. And that's the chapter. And I'm sure that I missed a ton of stuff. I think I missed the part where the older kids arrived. Um, but that's kind of the, the big info. Woo! Good job. There's, there's, there's a lot. Please talk There's now. a lot there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I will, I will, I will try and pick up the slack while you Thank recover you. here. Thank you. Um, I love this chapter. Um, this is the good shit. This is the, this is the, like, if someone asks me, like, like, what is it you like about Harry Potter? For me, it is, like, this kind of world building. Um, mm -hmm. The mix of, like, the very mundane, like, fuck, all the stuff about them, like, having to have a guy on hand to give the muggle campsite owner a memory charm every time he figures out that wizards are real <laughs> is very funny um the like the tents that are uh very very conspicuous um even though they're supposed to be like like look like muggle tents uh the glimpses of like other wizard cultures the um just like i don't know just like all this like normal day-to-day -day stuff for like a like a a big get-together it's very very charming i i could read like a whole book of stuff like this um uh I don't, yeah it's it's it, this is very charming this is like this is like just like the way that like the um the 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 diagonally chapter in azkaban worked for me where it was just harry wandering mm -hmm. around for a chapter and like going to bookstores and getting ice cream and talking to people like this this scratches that itch of just the like i just want to know what it's like to spend a day here um and all the weird mundane bureaucratic stuff that wizard government has to do that is still really wacky um it's it's great yeah i i think that like this is the best of the wizard government that we get because it, yes. it's like the the inherent comedy of of the wizards trying to hide and being very bad at it works for me so well here i uh -huh. want i want more of this like i don't need it to be more serious than this i guess the tone here like this is jumping ahead a bit but i i i i i actually want to give credit here there's a scene where they are talking about a guy named ali bashir who wants to talk to them about carpet stuff mm -hmm. which i was when i saw his name pop up i was like oh no this is gonna be bad um but like the the inherent stupidity of the ban feels really apparent in that conversation like it feels like like there it feels like a very true to real politics like like stupid bureaucratic uh discussion about like whether a a carpet is too close to being a muggle artifact thing is it, it is so funny that feels like a scene out of like veep or something you know like like just that level of like government 
control absurdity stuff <laughs> I, I i actually really liked that their discussion about the flying carpets yeah and like I mean, especially with yeah with bagman like saying like oh my great grandfather used to have one that could seat 12 and then him like quickly going like oh before they were banned like <laughs> like yeah uh, just stuff like that is so is so good i think what really made that conversation because this is a conversation that's happening between uh arthur i don't remember is it being recounted uh, it's between Arthur Weasley and, and Ali Bashir and uh, and Arthur Weasley like tells him the the like the letter of the law at first. It's like, well, it's a muggle artifact. You know, that's not allowed. Um, but as soon as uh, Ali says, you know, well, how are broomsticks any different? Arthur just drops all pretense. He's like, well, it's never going to catch on. They yes, they're not yeah. they're not going to replace broomsticks anyway. So why are you wasting your time? Um, yeah he doesn't even uphold it being being true or or real uh Uh, so i I liked that yeah there's a there's a good amount of comedy in that scene just like about the inherent absurdity of a band like that which which i think like like we we were talking about how like the you know the cauldron thickness thing was funny in the last chapter but it had like some implications that were a little like unfortunate but now i'm going back on that i actually think it was intentional like this feels like intentional commentary that was very funny mm-hmm. um and I, I i liked it here a lot um jumping back to like like the you know i guess like the timeline of stuff the tent stuff is all very cute um i love that they have like there's there's a really good um difference of expectations between the characters which is like the weasleys are poor and they have he, like he's borrowed this tent like a really old like presumably by like wizard's tent standards pretty raggedy one <laughs> but harry is still seeing like this like you know cavernous magic tent that you crawl into and it's like a whole house inside and he's blown away by that but everyone else is just like yeah okay we're, we've earned the shitty tent you know like like that is really funny uh yeah and i think even hermione like i'm sh- like hermione probably knows that this magic exists and probably thought about it and figured it out but when she walks in she is amazed anyway um yes and i like that and and then i think ron comes in last and and doesn't look or care because uh, he grew- yeah, he, like grew just up doesn't it. react it's, at it all doesn't, it doesn't matter to him um which I am always wanting these books to do more with that. This is maybe the chapter where I feel like Harry has like the most curiosity about stuff. Um, and yes, I know it's so yeah. that we see it. It's a little goofy to me. I have to, I had to remind myself when I read this, I was like, Oh yeah, Harry's 14. Because when he's like, I never thought about other wizards. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. You never thought that they were like wizards in other countries. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he, but he is 14 and like, that's, I mean, I'm sure there are. I, I'm sure most 14 year olds aren't really thinking about other countries very much yeah, outside of yeah. outside of history class. So that's yeah. that's fine. Um, but yeah, all the all that stuff. Like, I I did have a moment where I was a little confused why Arthur was sending them to get water when they had a full kitchen. But I'm presuming it's because, like you said, like he wants to do the entire camping experience, like like a muggle would yeah because we see other other wizards that are like secretly like lighting their fire with their wands but we see arthur and he's like trying to make the matches work i actually thought that that's like one of the the little like really sweet scene where hermione goes to show him how to use matches i really liked that yeah that was very cute um 
Arthur's excitement and and it's a it's also like that's such a fun contrast to Harry's amazement at everything going on in the campsite like Harry's seeing everyone failing to 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 blend in as muggles and find it amazing and like Arthur just wants to try his best to be to like be the most muggle around it's which mm-hmm. is very funny um uh the uh, the scene where they like go and meet Seamus Finnegan and his mom like is just like you are supporting Ireland right like like is very adamant with them that is such a relatable like I I have known so many friends whose parents are much more into sports than I am and they're like you know demand to know what team I'm supporting or whatever and I'm just like ah whatever, whichever one you like, <laughs> like sure um it's very cute like like the, the the basic premise of like what happens in this chapter which is they get there they set up the tent and then they are they are sent to get water it is so funny because it is so like perfunctory like this is an excuse to get the characters walking around seeing stuff but yeah. it works because everything they're seeing is so great like like all that all that stuff is very charming and like the it, this is the most fleshed out the wizard world has felt yet in this series i think yeah uh, like the only other experience we really get that is this is walking around diagon alley and i guess hogs mm-hmm. but what what is that other than another series of shops right this, yes, this yeah. is the this is the scene maybe the only one we get where it's like walking around amongst wizards that isn't just like going to stores um yeah it's wizards that are gathering for a huge event probably the biggest event i would assume yeah yeah they're at a wizard tailgating party uh which is really funny yeah that's Um, great (laughs) uh that being said once they're back with the water and stuff uh there is one line that i think is very funny and i would like to uh to point out here yeah please do do we think J.K. Rowling knows how fire works? Because there's a line here where it says it took a while for the fire to be hot enough to cook things with. And that's that's not how fire... Fire is fire. It, when a fire starts, you don't go, oh, don't worry. Like, like, like we can we can run into the house and grab stuff because it's not hot yet. Fire is fucking fire. I assume... It has to do with the size of the. I mean, I, I, think, I think that's that probably what it I meant, right? There like, are. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about fire, actually, because I'm like, actually, that sounds right. Like that sounds right to me. If you were to tell me like this fire isn't hot enough uh, to cook food on, I have a mental image of what that looks like. Like the pan might not be hot enough yet, but it's fire, right? But if the fire's not, if the fire's just like coals and like a small but that's like size of the fire right yeah fire can be hotter or cooler yeah but once it's fire it's fire you know like you can heat stuff with fire um but yeah i just i just thought that was very like especially after all this i think i only really like noticed it because of um the focus on like arthur wanting to do things the muggle way and i was like wait does does jk know how to cook stuff on a fire um and i don't think, think i do was, i'm yeah. not a camper i have no clue i've never no, started a fire really, to be fair i i have no idea so i i just kind of went along with that i'm like that makes sense yeah. maybe the fire is um, too small 
<laughs> see, no, see, yeah, if, if the fire's too small, yeah, if it's not, like, generating enough heat overall, that's, that makes sense, you know, it's not heating the pan fast enough, but, like, it, it says, like, the fire wasn't hot enough for an hour or something, I was like, I think, like, after an hour, if it's a fire, it's probably pretty hot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's besides the, that's besides <laughs> the point, because what is great about this scene is I fucking love ludo bagman and barty crouch and all of this like just like shop talk that happens in this scene yeah it's it's quite good i um i have such a better picture reading this and as, as an adult of bagman and crouch as people uh mm-hmm. i don't think that i had a strong impression of them when i was a kid but right this is like like the imagery is so vivid to me of these of these people they yes, seem like totally. very real human people to me mm-hmm. um i love that that ludo is wearing like his old his old sports equipment and mm-hmm. like it just like doesn't quite fit anymore and he's just like this kind of like big friendly oafish guy um uh he's probably like, like contrast- pretty, he's probably bad at his job but like he loves quidditch yeah right yes yeah he's he is he is the most he is the most enthusiastic man for the job right maybe not the best man for the job right like um like that that comes across very nicely yeah he 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 doesn't seem to care that someone hasn't shown up for work in like two months or whatever uh you know just like he, he he's there for the quidditch like he's not there to like do a government job or whatever and like that's mm-hmm. a really fun characterization um his bet with uh with fred and george is hilarious yeah uh, i want to talk about the theory yes the theory yes tell 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 us about the theory this about is, this because i actually really like this too i didn't think there were going to be any new theor- new to me theories um but this is one i hadn't heard before and it it is the the theory that uh this the world cup was uh fixed it was rigged mm-hmm. and fred and george knew about it and that's why they made this bet because they knew that that would be the outcome, like that, like Bulgaria was being blackmailed or something, or or knew that they had to lose or were going right. to throw the match. Which I love. I love sports drama like that. It's there. I don't think there's any actual evidence to support it in the text at all. Oh, but it no. is really funny because they are so confident in this stupid bet they made. Yeah. Um, which and it's really interesting because like Fred and George are definitely like goofballs, but I've never and like I, I still don't. I've never thought that they were like stupid, right? And like mm-hmm. I, I, like on its face, this is a very stupid bet to make. Yeah, I think. or we're supposed to think that, I mean, but I they're just I, so confident in it. I'm not actually quite clear what I'm supposed to to take. I mean, obviously we haven't gotten our takeaway because we haven't seen them win the bet, but of course we know that they will. I don't know what I'm supposed to th- like. Are, am I supposed to think that they're so Quidditch savvy and and smart about Quidditch that this was actually not as much of a long shot as like other people think it is? Am I supposed to think like I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take away from this scene? Yeah, I think that that's probably the most likely thing is that it's like oh because they they like they had that dinner discussion right where they were talking about how like oh you know he's the best seeker but Ireland has all the best players right um uh. And so maybe it's something like that where it's we're just supposed to like extrapolate like 
they are just savvy commentator type people, I here's, guess. They're like here's sports my nerds. Issue with that is why would Ludo Bagman not be savvy? He's a former professional Quidditch player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Also, like a compulsive gambler, right? And it seems like that would be the kind of thing he would be up on if that was the thing. I we're mean, supposed I guess it's still really away. unlikely, but that that also just kind of makes the bet seem really dumb. Yeah. I'm probably overthinking this. It's it's overthinking, but it is it is just funny because like they 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 have such confidence in it that it, it almost I could almost imagine that like a scene did get cut or something where they were aware of it being fixed or overheard something you know like like because because it it makes such a big deal out of them being confident in this bet yeah um and they yeah. proposed it right like 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 it, it's not like someone said hey want to make a bet with me that you know, like someone's not betting them and they're like sure that sounds funny like they are proposing a very specific weird bet yeah they were ready and they bet all of their money right like their entire yeah. savings is the idea yeah so i, yeah, I, don't, so they... I don't fully get that um i do like it though uh fred and george oh, I, yeah, all I, the paul I, brothers 100 percent. the paul brothers made a really huge bet um and it's gonna pay off for them um see so yeah, i did like that and then oh my god all the stuff with percy and uh crouch when crouch arrives is so fucking funny yeah um, Oh, actually, before that, it's because it, Percy arrives like in the tent before, like just before Crouch arrives. And mm -hmm. my favorite line in this whole chapter is just apparated in Percy said loudly, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I, I do feel bad for Percy a little bit. Oh, yeah. The, the weather beast stuff is so sad he's he's so obsessed with crouch and he goes and on and crouch on he says know his name also um crouch speaks like 150 languages which i thought was yeah. uh, interesting i was over like 200 that. actually oh thank you percy that's right yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah we get we get uh we get the name of the goblin language which is gobbledygook there's there's uh the troll language which Fred just says he's pointing and grunting, which feels a bit rude. Um, uh, but I like that joke. Um, mm -hmm. that, yeah, there's just such a sad moment where where Percy's like, do you want me to make you tea? And he's like, okay, sure, Weatherby. And then he just like doesn't drink the tea and keeps calling uh, him Weatherby. Like, poor Percy. Like, that was poor Percy. Speaking of theories, there was that other thing we saw where someone like had constructed a grand theory of why Crouch kept calling him Weatherby. I'm like, it's because he doesn't care. It's because he doesn't know his name. He doesn't remember his name. That's the joke. There's no... I mean, I can't There's... say... I mean, Nagini's a human woman, so really... <laughs> Anything fucking, fucking goes knows? at this point. Um, I... I guess like, that's at the core of like this Nagini issue for me, is that like... <laughs> I I feel like Nagini served her like purpose in the story and was then like undermined by this change uh, and yeah. and this is like a similar kind of thing like if it turned out that there was some kind of grand fucking conspiracy about Weatherby being meaningful it base it essentially ruins the scene entirely. Yeah, if 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 there was like a meaning behind the Weatherby thing, uh, 
it would just make the joke not work, right? Right. Like, I mean, I guess it like, doesn't ruin it, right? Like, this book is going to exist in this form forever, oh, yeah. so it doesn't really, like, matter in that way, but in a more, like, uh, Harry Potter implications way it does. Right, like, in a broader sense, yeah. If, if Everything has to be connected in a weird way. It's like, no, just let this be a funny joke. Like, like his boss doesn't know his name. He's obsessed with his boss, and his boss doesn't care about him. That's the joke. Um... So yeah, that was, I just, I could go on and on. Like this, this, this chapter has so much good stuff. I love the crumb action figure. Oh yeah. Weird though. Very weird. funny. A little weird. A little, a little weird. Um, uh, I like that he, he reacted to them having Ireland gear on. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then I would like to say, I, I would like to give Harry props here. It is very nice that he buys his friends the binoculars or the, the omnioculars. Harry, finally, it only took you fucking four books, but it, it, t- it took him four books to buy his friends a present, uh, not on their birthday or Christmas, but just, you know, I guess like a little, a little gift. I, I really did like the, the dialogue there too, because the, the binoculars are really expensive and Ron has, has purchased, you know, his, his crumb statue, um, and maybe a couple other things that I don't remember. Um, and it's like a very real moment to me where it's like he clearly wants them, but has like is saying no or like don't do it. And Harry just says like, well, you're not getting a Christmas present. That's very funny to me in that he never gets Ron a Christmas present that we know <laughs> right? of. Yes. But, but in this scene, I'm like, that's like, I, I really yes, like that's that. that's the kind and of thing shows, you say in that situation. Yeah, right? and it like, shows like, like good weird. emotional intelligence from Harry that I like to see. Um and and that's all well and good. I can't quite get a feel for Harry in this book yet. Overall, no. though, I'm happy that he did this. I feel like Harry was characterized so well in book three just because the story was like very focused on him. But I don't really yeah. know what he's about in this one quite yet. No, there's another line in this one where he says something kind of mean in the inter or like you know the narration says something kind of mean where where they're talking about how, you know, he'd never thought that there were there were uh you know wizards in other cultures, but like he guess it made <laughs> sense and then he notices that Hermione like was clearly nonplussed at this information and he's like, oh she you know Hermione probably read it in some book somewhere. I was like, okay. Like damn like, do we have to take every opportunity to, to to roast Hermione for liking books? Yes. No, he, yeah, he just seems weird to me. And I feel like this, again, like I talked about it earlier, but I can't tell if this might be like a little bit of an editing problem because what I think that maybe are supposed to be like more like funny one-liners from Harry and Harry's, you know, signature wit that he has, you know, displayed for us before. And this is just like mm-hmm. some rough editing where it just doesn't come across that way anymore um <laughs> right yeah no it, it does it's like misfiring it like, a little bit he's a little bit mean um like like and and he, i guess he you know he still buys her binoculars and stuff there like but it, it's just such i've never aside from the first book where she was like oh you know rude to them and stuff and there's like a little bit of fighting going on at the beginning like they've never been more than like playfully teasing of hermione and like like here just like here in like more serious situations where 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 at the beginning of this book he does not reach out to her with his problems because of like oh she'd probably just look something up in a book for me and then here also being like oh how is Hermione so smart 
guess she read it in a stupid book. Like, it's just so weird. Like, yeah, Harry seems like this is such a weird, um, I, I guess, like, we've had strong characterization of Harry in these books before. We've also had no characterization of Harry. This is like a bizarre middle ground where he just kind of comes uh-huh. across as a little bit mean and doesn't really interact with people. Um, the, mm-hmm. the binocular part was easily the best part, the best thing we've seen from him. Um, yeah. But otherwise, he seems like pretty passive, but we get a little bit more of a window into his internal like thoughts. And they're just like, kind of, I can't quite get a beat on what i'm supposed to think about that or what he's yeah what he's what he's about or if or if i'm supposed to just take it as like he is becoming a moody teen right which is fair like i don't think that's a if that's the case like it's 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 that those those changes are fine it's just like it's weird and that it's not happening enough to feel intentional but it is happening enough to feel not unintentional if that makes any sense right like it's i think i think like you said like the editing issue seems like the most likely thing yeah so we'll see how that kind of unfolds because it's really it's it's much harder to say anything about it when these chapters are just a single scene really yeah um to to say anything about harry's characterization um yeah beyond just like yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I we're on we're on Harry Watch now, which is outrageous. <laughs> Harry Watch. Where's Harry? Where's Harry's character? What's he up to? But yeah, yeah. Aside from that stuff, I, I do think that like as far as like his actions go, I think the ominocular scene and like the dialogue there is very cute and like feels closer to like the Harry I have pictured. You know, mm-hmm. like he's he's nice, but he's like still being playful. Like he's being, um, you know like a little puckish with ron like the like oh you're not getting anything for christmas you know like like after he's buying this expensive thing for him like it's it's cute like it's uh, like that feels like appropriate for his for what i've imagined of him so far yeah um um what what i have like managed to glean out of the little we've gotten right like, right yeah well we'll see going forward i think overall like i just i feel very positively about our reading uh this week yeah which is- this a nice change <laughs> definitely definitely yeah nice change like it, this started real rocky um but this chapter in particular just delivered exactly what i love about harry potter generally mm-hmm. um i would be remiss to say and like it's not it's you know it's not egregious really but like um you know we had all the fat shaming bullshit in the last chapters and we do get some very classic funny haha man wearing a skirt jokes in here um which are not great no um i i guess i because i was we have talked about this a little bit and so i was maybe over worried about it uh well not worried but thinking that it was going to be quite bad i do think that it was well incorporated into a wider joke about where the joke is that wizards don't know how to look like muggles yeah um it's not quite as bad as i remembered but uh, i mean like it's definitely treading on that uh the very bad comedic tradition of man in a dress haha so yeah knock that off knock that shit off yeah stop it stop it jk (laughs) um but yeah it's it's uh overall just like damn this felt this this felt like just like a big plate of comfort food after some 
kind of rough chapters. Yeah, I I love uh, the tone that this has for the wizarding world. Um, that's that's pretty like I want more stuff like this. And I think that like it's chapters like this that are the reasons I don't like Fantastic Beasts because they do not find this tone that I think is like emblematic of what I think is good about Harry Potter. And it's like yeah. the world, the wizard, the wizarding world, the, 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 the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Wizarding world. The wizarding world. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> just, just, just delivering some, some good, some good pronunciations here. Doing some voices. That's what we like to do on the Shrieking Shack. It's uh, true. But yeah, no, it is, it is, a, I'm feeling much more positive about this book now. Um, at least after this chapter, I know we have some, some stuff, capital S stuff coming up. So I will, I will reserve, you know, forgiving it completely at this point, you know, for the previous chapters. But, but, uh, but this is like, this is really riding the ship, I think. Yeah, it, it I, I'm, like, still, I'm still giving it the side eye, but we'll see. Yeah, we have, fuck, I'm so excited. We have so much video game stuff to talk about. Yeah, let's take a break and then we'll talk about video games. Yes. All right, we'll be back. See ya. Welcome back, gamers. Hello, hey, gamers. gamers. Hey, gamers. Uh, <laughs> this is this is a gamer cast now. Uh, the gamers have have come in and put all the the book nerds in lockers, and we're going to talk about some fucking video games now. A video game podcast. It's about fucking time. It's about time someone did a video game podcast. <laughs> uh, I I I have a headline for us here that will um that will that will I think be the most appropriate way for a shrieking shack video game discussion to start uh, oh no i've got a i've got a damn headline for you from bustle.com no way is this leaked i guess bustle's not in the pocket of big big rowling so yeah uh, pro- props to them for that yeah they can they can say what they like uh unlike <laughs> certain they, youtubers they sure do they sure <laughs> say what they like is the leaked Harry Potter game real? It could spell a major shakeup in the wizarding world. Damn right. I thought they were going to say a major shakeup in games, and I was like, no. <laughs> a major shakeup in video okay, games. In Wizard World, maybe. <laughs> Wait, what? what is there to be shaken up, though? I, I I don't know. I I guess I guess some lore stuff. It is set in the 1800s. We 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 have some time. We have a runway here to to talk about what our predictions and and hopes and dreams for this game are uh i'm excited yeah i i want to start with something um and i this is a (laughs) this is a plea to you because i need you to talk me back down to earth Uh um this is what i need so a a little bit of background um i love star wars Mm -hmm. like i really like star wars oh yeah um 
My favorite Star Wars thing that exists is the a little old game called Knights of the Old Republic 2. Hell yes. Uh easily one of my top 10 games of all time. I I like I like Kotor 1 fine. Kotor 2 is so good. Um and I think that one of the best things about Kotor is that it takes the Star Wars world, picks up on stuff that I really love about it, separates it from the canon into like it is, you know, it is the old republic, so it's, you know, different different time and so it doesn't doesn't fucking matter what luke did or anything like that it's like its own its own thing and i love that about it george lucas didn't touch it um so i'm having these just like crazy like what if this is the kotor of harry potter (laughs) so i i need to be talked down because like the odds that that is going to happen is very slim I would imagine. Right. So, but what if, you know? What if? Yeah. Um, I would love to talk you down, but I'm also hopeful, you know? I think the things that really make it, I mean, here's the thing. We, we don't know who's writing it. We don't know for sure who's developing it. We're pretty sure it's that there's Disney Infinity people, but like, I don't, we don't have like ant- solid answers for like, who are the big names on the team, if any, right? Like, right. We don't really have any idea what it is aside from like the um the video footage and like what I, from what i can see from the video it has like a mass effect kind of vibe i guess like it's third person um there's like shooter controls it looks like but there's a lot of dialogue and like interaction stuff happening um mm-hmm. so it looks fairly and, and like i i don't even mean this is like in a super negative way but it looks fairly like standard big rpg right now right yeah like everyone played the witcher 3 everyone played you know like the good assassin's creeds and we're like damn i want to do that and that's totally fine um sure i uh, those are those are good games uh and they can be a vehicle for like good exploration and like writing and game mechanic stuff but like i i i doubt this is going to be like a earth shattering game on its own you know what i mean like yeah this will probably when we see more of this i bet when we see like a real trailer and a stage demo we will probably see like oh this is going to be harry potter blank right like and and what who knows what that blank is could be like oh this is harry potter skyrim this is harry potter assassin's creed this is harry potter the witcher right like it could be any of those might you you say this is the dark souls of harry potter (laughs) oh if okay if they (laughs) could you imagine if they made a game that is like as hard and like obtuse as dark souls and like like put it out there for like you know potentially people who are like big harry potter fans who have like not played a 3d game in a long time or something and that would be so funny just like here's this hard as shit like super punishing good, it won't good be, luck it, fighting this troll yeah like you get to the first boss and it's like one security troll and it just kills you immediately yeah that's, <laughs> that's not gonna happen there's no there's no way in hell uh it's no. a very funny imagining um uh i i want the story to be good i like i i feel like that's kind of a, a silly thing to say i you know some like a little bit of talk about like what kind of games I've been playing. I've been pretty much out of the AAA game scene for mm-hmm. several years now. I just don't mm-hmm. have the time. I don't have the time to play a, um, 
like whatever 60 hour uh, right. AAA RPG every time one comes out. I I would say that the last time that I remember being really with it and like picking up all of those was like Dragon Age 2. That was, <laughs> that was, that was a long time ago. Yeah. So I don't know uh, what's I don't know what's up. <laughs> I don't know what's up these days. I play mostly like indie games and uh and like dumb games like League of Legends. So <laughs> I'm I'm totally so like when I watch this footage, I'm like, I can't quite tell what's going on here. Is this I'm like, is this Skyrim? Is this Dark Souls? I don't know. I from I, I'm going to make a guess. This is my prediction sure. number one. Um <laughs> that this is going to be most like a Mass Effect or Dragon Age type thing in that. And I don't mean that in like the, especially not with Dragon Age, like the RPG mechanics end of it, but the mm-hmm. like, there are discrete action sequences and then there are discrete talking to people sequences with a morality system. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, and like fully voiced questing stuff. And like, like that, that's kind of the impression I'm getting from this video. Um, you know, and then just like here's a here's a dungeon segment where you fight a bunch of goblins or monsters or dark wizards or whatever. Like that's my guess is that's the stru- the general structure. Um, I keep I seeing like- people saying open world a lot. People people are like, <sighs> this is the quote unquote open world Harry Potter game. Um, I feel like we are. I do feel like we're going through at least from what I've gathered. I said I haven't really been playing. The, the hot new games these days but we are kind of going through it like an open world re like it's been reinvigorated a little bit i would say by like breath of the wild and uh like similar type games to that do mm-hmm. you think that this game is going to be more on rails and people are going to be mad i don't think it's going to be i mean it's i i think i think it's going to be open world in the way that i like which is that it is small but detailed because in the trailer we see like Hogwarts and the forest and Hogsmeade and that's like it, right? Right. Um, and I'm kind of hoping that is it in a way or like most of it. Um, because I would much rather play like in a super meticulously detailed Hogwarts with a lot to explore than I would like have the whole United Kingdom to walk around in, you know? Like, 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 I, and I, but I also like people get into such pissing contests about like map size and stuff like like i do wonder if they you know if they announce it and it's like not like truly like see that mountain you can go there open world style that people will get upset um yeah and we will and we will get a return to the harry potter whereas because like we're, what, we're, what we'll get is like harry potter uh mass effect or whatever and people so we will still be getting the the crying for harry potter Please, skyrim because that's what harry potter is all about is walking to that mountain um, yeah that's a lot of what harry does uh, he does a lot of kind of outdoors exploring i guess I, I, say that as, <laughs> I say that as a as a joke but i actually don't know what happens in book seven other than than that's them, like true. walking around in the woods um consider that if uh, the map is actually just uh, the entire uk as you uncover the map, that is going to be as if Wormtail had created a Marauder's <laughs> map, a Marauder's map the size of the UK. Um, so, you know. Oh God, here's here's a prediction for you. Um, sure. W- will will there be a proto Marauder's map in the, in this game? Makes sense. Like that's that should be the map, right? That yeah. makes sense to me. It's like you it's get- so it's so weird. That, like I I don't mean weird bad. I just mean like they, it seems like they are making it difficult for themselves, setting it in the eighteen hundreds. Like 
there's so little to work with there in terms of like like magic and lore and stuff we know um which like you know in one sense you're like oh you, you could say like oh that's freeing right because they don't have to be tied to any of the current characters or events or anything but at the same time there's so many things that are iconic about harry potter that only exist like in the timeline of harry potter basically that they will have to either not include which is fine like i'm not i'm i'm not saying they need to include everything but like it might be uh you know disappointing for some people or because of that they might feel pressured to like come up with way too many analogs to those things to make it still make it like appealing to to people who care about like i like the marauders map and i like you know sectum sempra or whatever you know like like yeah snape hadn't invented that one yet sword spell not invented no sword I, bet, spell yet. I better not see sectum sempra in there because that's that's a modern invention from from mr severus snape mm-hmm. yeah no i i uh, but again i'm going back to kotor because that's some of my favorite stuff about kotor is like all of the like proto lightsaber stuff oh and, yeah and true. The, the dip so it's like vibro blades but i i have a hard time imagining if they would really have a whole lot of room to 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 separate from their kind of brand integrity stuff i mean we see the moon calves dropped in there i think we're going to see a lot of fantastic beast stuff obviously and that's an easy one because they're animals and they are around all the time Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the other thing that ties it to people are speculating there's a the teacher that you are that is going to be helping your player character their last name is fig with one g and they're like well According to the post, anyway. So people are saying, like, what if it's related to Mrs. Fig? Or maybe it was spelled wrong, and it is, like, an ancestor of of Mrs. Fig, which, that's fine. I don't have a problem I think with that's, that. That's the, that's the level of connection I'm okay with, right? Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing that might be a little dumb, potentially, is that if this is set in the late 1800s, you could be running into Dumbledore. Um, no, no, don't say that. Dumbledore's born in like 18... Baby Dumbledore. 70 something. Please don't put baby Dumbledore in this game. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> baby Dumbledore. Oh, what oh, if that's no. how it fucking ends? What if that's how it ends with like like a like Dumbledore being born? You give birth something. to baby Dumbledore. <laughs> you you yeah. There's a, there's a mandatory romance mechanic. You have yeah, to marry a... someone by the end of the game and you give birth to baby Dumbledore. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's uh. either that or, like, Dumbledore. Like, th- this is an idea that, like, I could see. This is one of those, like, like razor's edge things where it could be done so well but would probably not be done well is if you're, like, running into him as a student at Hogwarts, right? Like, if you're running into, like teenage dumbledore like 20 something dumbledore outside of the school or something like that could potentially be cool but like knowing how this series has handled like character connections before and also the fact that we're getting jude law dumbledore already which seems like a fucking disaster the the Um, problem with the problem with like teen dumbledore like i'm super into that idea but i'm into that idea as like showing him as like a normal teen at that time i don't want him i don't want him to matter to the story but you just but that's like that's coming back to that brand integrity thing like the mystique is built up and they have they have to maintain like his level of importance that that that'll be they can't just make him like a normal 
Yeah, I don't know, like, like what, I want to see like normal goth teen Dumbledore. Please. Right, like like if it's if it's like if there's like a whole like you know side quest chain or dialogue thing or whatever with like you just hanging out with like normal kid Dumbledore who's like a little like, maybe he's like a little weird but like he's just like a student. That sounds cool. If if he is like fucking if oh god what if Dumbledore is like your fucking like. God, I keep on referencing Assassin's Creed on this podcast. It's a real problem. But if he's like your your like Leonardo da Vinci in Assassin's Creed 2 and he's just like making all your stuff and teaching you all the spells because he's like such a cool, quirky kid. I hate um, that. What that's ooh, <laughs> that feels like what's gonna happen. I'm gonna put that down it. as a prediction now. Um, oh god. Dumbledore will be in the game and he will be your like helper guy and he's gonna help you upgrade your gear or something i could really see that happening you know who else could be in the game mm. uh nicholas flamel oh uh, yeah i don't necessarily see, think he will be the only thing that makes me think that is the fantastic beasts tie-in but yeah I so we can see like at one where where it's not a joke that he's all old and old and like falling apart right oh i know he'd still be like 400 or so at that point right so maybe he would be i don't know that's <clears throat> god that's stupid god what they're doing with nicholas Flamel in that movie is so stupid like the whole point of it was that he was living comfortably with the stone and it was a big sacrifice at the end of philosopher's stone that he was okay with losing it like he wasn't a fucking rickety old like corpse man that would be really weird right because it's like it's like the fountain of youth mm-hmm. and he gives it up that's yeah Ugh. That really bothers me. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of all the things that would be familiar that can exist in the, this that game. That can exist. Yeah, the connections. Um, um, someone, someone on the subreddit said, what if there's a Triwizard Tournament and you can compete in it? Because the Triwizard Tournament is ancient and has been held. It's like a tradition. You so know maybe what? One, maybe I kind of like that. You, yeah, I don't have That's a problem with cool. it. That would be kind of cool, I think. Um, <laughs> although, like... Because the Triwizard Tournament has different trials every year, right? Like, it's not the same. Right, it's not like yeah. Dragon Egg Maze at each time. Yeah, um, as far as I know. As far as we know. But also, what if they just did that? Like, Really know, phoned it in. Just really phoned it in. <laughs> maybe, like, it's more, maybe it's more like they have a pool of uh, of things that they do, but you know, you're bound to come up with duplicates, you know? Yeah. Well, they've been like running this, it for, oh, for thousands of years, I guess. Yeah, this year we're doing Dragon Egg and Maze again. <laughs> it's like the Ninja Warrior course. It changes a little bit each each year, but like sure. yeah, not the whole. It's thing. gonna be the same the same thing. Um, so that would be that would be pretty okay. I'd be pretty okay with that. That's what like Quidditch obviously would show up. Uh, can Quidditch I not be on the Quidditch team? I don't think my I'm a, I like to role play my character, and I don't think my character is a Quidditch player. Hmm. Um. That would be nice. Yeah. You know what I would love is if it, this is like, and obviously like Persona does this on a completely different level because it's a much differently structured game, and it's not like a triple A action game or whatever but like persona lets you pick different clubs and once you pick one that's the one and you don't go to the other ones and stuff and i it would be kind of nice if like you know you could actually choose between like quidditch or some other stuff and like not quidditch or ghoul studies oh we could do ghoul study oh holy shit you know what that this means we will Hmm. have if 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 this game has like a fully explorable castle in it we will be able to determine for sure whether or not ghoul studies is a real room ghoul studies is not a real room not in there 
I'm calling it, it right now. We're going to look for goal studies and it's not going to be there. But what if it is? Then I I will eat my words <laughs> live on our, our stream of this game. <laughs> oh, that's I'm so excited to like, that's the thing. The thing that is like comforting me here is like, if this game is good, that's great. If this game is bad, we will still have a really good time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because of like who we are and what we do on this show and stuff and like it 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 is a win win I think. Yeah, I I guess I guess the worst case scenario is that it's going to be completely mediocre. But but licensed tie in games have been imp- like they are really have been going through of something lately. We got that Spider Man game that everyone really liked. Yeah, uh, like a month um, ago. Like every like I think like basically since the arkham games i think a lot of people have realized that like you can make these good if you want to you know yeah we talked about this a little bit when we did when we talked about the video game tie-ins from the early movies and just how how different the landscape is when it was like they could just cash in making bad games based on on uh popular franchises and they really can't do that anymore (laughs) what Um, was it you used to call it was uh grandma bait oh yeah. yeah yeah that doesn't work anymore yeah yeah I don't yeah think. I, no i think you're right i think well like and i like this cuts both ways right like this i'm not saying this is like an inherently good thing um but like these days when a game is bad you know about it immediately like yeah like if like the internet will not let it go if a game is bad right um so it, like if if a big expensive Harry Potter game is bad, that could be so like brand damaging, you know, and like God, I, I sound like such an asshole saying that like it matters. But like, it's true. That's the kind of thing people, you know, producing, you know, producers and you know marketing or whatever. Like, that's what they will be thinking about. Right. Like, they, for sure. This is a risky endeavor. Um, if, if this is a bomb, like that could like permanently damage the brand of Harry Potter. And like, hopefully they are thinking about that and going like, well, hopefully, you know, let's let's treat the employees well and and not demand absurd shit of, of them. And like, you know, help them make a good game. Uh, that's the other thing, too. This is such a such an interesting thing to have this being like announced now with like now that like the labor conditions and issues are like becoming more and more of a as they rightfully should like more of a a highlighted issue in like you know video Mm -hmm. game spaces yeah uh it is interesting seeing like a you know a game that looks this good on like a leaked video or whatever and just thinking like like damn i hope everyone working on that like gets to go home you know <laughs> like oh, you know, yeah probably, like not sleeping at their desks to make those moon calves or whatever like For sure like, definitely a, a weird um i don't know just like a like a morally weird thing like with games these days like since since that is now so i mean not that it's like a new issue but it is now front and center in a way that it has uh not been for a long time that's a good thing but yeah yeah definitely so i don't know i don't know how it'll be but i do know one thing what? It will definitely be problematic with a capital P because we've got oh. goblin. We got goblin rebellions in here. Oh, I'm sure of yeah. it. I... Well, also it has a morality system, and like I'm trying to imagine like what the like. How do you come up with a video game morality system in a world where slavery is like 
canon okay. Yeah. Uh, is there is there gonna be is there gonna be a side quest where you like help a house elf uh like like join the Hogwarts house elves and they're treated better there? Is there gonna are we gonna get like the good slave owner side quest? I mean, like I mean the classic like I guess Bioware example right is like you you get the like choice and it's like the house elf like messes something up and you can either be like no it's okay or you can be like you fucking idiot and like <laughs> blast them with a flipendo or something uh-huh. i mean that's that's video game morality right there yeah oh, do you think we're gonna get flipendos we fucking better get flipendos i better if you see flipendos i better see sloth brain i better see um fucking the wig and weld potion oh um, wait yes wig and weld potion um uh, the fire the- the fire snails that are tortoises yeah there there better be those tortoises that are snails fire crabs some something there's a, there's oh, fi- a, yes, fire crabs there, there's there's there... a lot of rich video game harry potter lore you know i was i was looking up a video because i i remembered um when we've talked about it a little bit in earlier episodes but there were like those two licensed harry potter movie games that i actually thought were pretty good that are like the the ones that are like ripoffs of bully mm-hmm. um the order of the phoenix game and the half-blood Blood prince game and yeah. i forgot the half-blood prince game has a potion mixing mini game where you <sighs> absolutely use the sloth brain uh oh hell yeah but it is it is in this amazing like decanter thing where it's like two sloth brains sitting in like this weird jar where they're like fermenting or something and there's like juice and Mm. you like pour the juice out and that's what you're putting in the potion um yeah like like it's like essence of sloth brain or something or like sloth brain zest yeah i was picturing more of like a have you seen the seen the movie hannibal yeah I was picturing more of a more of a Hannibal scene where he opens his <laughs> opens his skull up and and takes little uh little, little, little pieces brain looking worms and cooks them up. <laughs> I guess it's I guess they can't go I they can't make it too gross because that would be really gross. I thought that um, scene was gross. <laughs> um, so that that reminds me. Let's talk about all the people saying that they hope it's not rated E. This is such a weird thing. Uh, I assume that these people are the same people making the why are there not sex scenes in Harry Potter posts. Uh-huh. I have to I have to assume it's a, a Venn diagram that is just a circle. Um, and and the, these are the kind of issues that people are worried about. One, it's not going to be rated E. Like, do you see, <laughs> no. do you see the video? That's yeah, not, someone, it's not someone a rated E game. Uh, it's Mario a is game. rated E yeah like cartoon games are rated e games they're not gonna they're not gonna do their like serious triple a rpg and make it rated e um t seems likely there's probably not gonna be any sex scenes your character's 15 (laughs) folks (laughs) calm down just just saying folks maybe (laughs) maybe pump the brakes on that one um yeah it's just so funny every time this topic comes up you know even before this leak happened, whenever there was a like Harry Potter open world RPG game, please thread, it would always have at least one person going like, I hope they make it dark and mature and gritty. And better be rated M dark wizards. And, and you can use the, there's an obsession with the unforgivables. Like, Oh, you better be able to use the unforgivable curses. Who cares? Why? Like, 
I guess that's interesting in an RPG, but why is that like your number one bullet point? Like, I better be able to fucking use torture spell. I better be I mean, able to. Do you think it's going to be like, do you think it's going to be uh, the unforgivables are going to be gated behind reputation? I would actually like that. That, that would, would be kind of cool. Sense. Like, like you, you have, it's, that's KOTOR, right? Like, yeah. you have to be enough dark side points to use the force of lightning or whatever. Yeah. I think there's an interesting, like, like in a perfect world where they have infinite money and time to make this game, there's some really cool stuff you can do with, like, you know, combat and puzzle solving, where it's like, if you do have access to the Unforgivable Curses, like, you know, you can move people around with Imperio for puzzle stuff and, like, use the other ones in combat. And, like, if you don't have them, then... I don't know. There's not. There, is there like a polar opposite to the unforgivable curses? It's like the very nice curses. The very nicest curses that exist. <laughs> um, no, this is the, okay. This is the problem with all of those reputation systems, though, is that that is how it is. It's like okay, well, you can either use yes. force lightning or you can move them with energy blast. Um, right. And it's going to be the same thing, and I'm going to end up being dark side because I want to shoot lightning. Uh huh. Right, yeah, there's, I mean, this is getting into the weeds, but, like, a problem with, like, video game morality in general is that there's never any sacrifice to being good, you know? Like, like you always just get something that's the same as the stuff you get on the dark side, just, like, blue instead of red, right? Like, yeah, that was why, that was why, even at the time, the first Bioshock annoyed me so much that like it made this big <laughs> deal about like whether or not you were gonna like get the juice out of the little sisters or whatever to to make your your powers better uh-huh. but the thing is if you like do the math i'm pretty sure not killing them gets you better stuff like so there's not even like an element of like well i could be more powerful but i won't be because it's a moral choice right uh-huh. i'm I imagine like like done well, I can imagine it being interesting if like being a dark wizard makes the game like easier in a way. But like, you know, if you don't want to do that, then you're going to have to use your head a little bit more. I I like that idea. I just don't know if they will do something that like esoteric, you know, I I think Dragon Age Origins is the only game I can think of that executed at least a little bit on that. I definitely did a Blood Mage playthrough um, that made the combat a lot easier. Like it was it was just an overpowered right like skill set but you were barred from getting the healing character or whatever mm-hmm. so i thought that was cool it dragon age, the like first that. dragon age also had the, my favorite version of the morality system um and like this isn't exclusive to dragon age but it like out of like 3d like you know modern quote-unquote games that are doing it like i like reputation so much more than like blanket morality systems because morality mm-hmm. systems like in end up like implying way more about the world than they maybe should because because ultimately it like falls to like some actual person some writers perceived like morality of the game and that like is always like tricky i think whereas with a reputation system it's much easier to imagine like what do these characters think of my actions and not like what does this like unseen video game god think about my actions you know yeah no, yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I have a. This is a very boring prediction. I don't think this game is going to innovate at all. No, like, I, no, like, that I was that was what I, I was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that it's going to do anything crazy with 
these these systems and i don't think that it's going to be like i don't know i i'm stuck between being very cynical in that way and also just hoping someone did a cool writing thing with harry potter that isn't jk rowling it doesn't have to be groundbreaking to be good right like it can still just be like a really polished game like that mm-hmm. is fun to play and has a good story like that would be, that would be what i would be happy with right like i i don't need it to be groundbreaking innovative or, or whatever i will say this i'm i'm gonna make a prediction here i think it's gonna steal the um the nemesis system from those mordor games yikes i'm serious i think it is really it's i the combat ha- here here is my reasoning the combat sure. they showed is all like goblins that they're fighting right yes um and all of the goblins that we know of in harry potter always have really goofy names like erg the unclean and hobart the horny handed and and shit like that um Mm -hmm. and i could totally see them doing that in this like with that and like dark wizards just like oh yeah it's 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 rat man the the fucking piss wizard and he's he hates you (laughs) because you killed him with a you knocked him out with a with a flipendo and knocked him into a toilet bowl and now he's the piss wizard. Like 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 that seems like I, a thing yeah, that they could can, maybe do. I can totally see that. That makes sense. I'm on board with that one, actually. Yeah. And it's WB, so that's not like anyone, you know, they could probably like walk across the hall the monolith and be like, hey, can we borrow that? Can we is that cool if we like take your nemesis system? I I, I could really see that. Like Yep. Cause like just just because the the enemies are like mostly goblins and dark wizards, it just seems like easy to like put that in there, I guess, or like easy quote unquote. But like that seems like a an, a, a logical bullet point to put on the back of your box, you know. Mm-hmm. Or just... if the the real way to do that and make it like actually funny is if there were, if you had uh, school bullies who were that. Like oh, that instead would be, of it, that would be way too fun. They're not going to do that. <laughs> like if the school bullies were like randomly generated like like dynamic characters that like followed you around at hogwarts and remember what you did to them like like oh it's 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 this it's this muscly freak that you you know pushed off the staircase or whatever and he he now he like talks like a troll or something like there's there's all these like weird weird dumb things they could do with that that could be really funny they won't do that that's like the fun way no that would that would be really cool but there's definitely going to be a draco equivalent character in this game it's just gonna be like i i don't think that i I don't think the student npcs are going to be the strong point i think because i think there's just going to be one like draco style character that's going to be your your enemy in the school that's trying to figure out what's going on can we design that character because i have i have a prediction on that one too yes let's i bet they're going to be the love interest as well uh, yeah i mean we have the precedent right because uh i mean not in the love interest regard but we have the precedent that hogwarts mystery set where it although no i was thinking of the friend that changes gender depending on your oh, player character gender yeah. um to be the opposite right or the same yes yes the same because you're in the same dorm is the right 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 that's why it does Um, that so uh, so they uh, wouldn't necessarily have to do that for this but i i bet it would be i bet the i bet your draco malfoy equivalent is is like gonna be i I, what here's here's what they will do this is this is a very specific prediction but this is this is my prediction Mm -hmm. um 
the the Draco equivalent will be uh, a character who is always female. I think mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be, and it's and that's oh. how they're they're going to get two for yeah. two. They're yep. going to get two for two. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be able to include a like like uh, bully to romance story. It's going to be also how they're going to get their queer rep in there, and they're going to say like, "Look, you can be gay in this game," and they're it's not gonna it, it's like the game won't change. It's just that like if you play as a girl, that character's gay. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I would be honestly I'm I might put money down on that one that one that is like such a current video games move right now yeah I know I agree that that would be true I am still stuck I can't do you think there's gonna be romance like just very basic like like I'm not saying like it's not I'm not saying it's gonna be like fucking the witcher or whatever where there's like a full-on nude sex scene because that would be weird um but i i imagine there will probably be just like a persona style social link dating thing style kind of thing yeah they'll do a little kiss you at the end yeah yeah because then you have to get married and give birth to baby (laughs) see it has to be there because if you if you're out of school and you're not married then you're shit out of luck in the harry potter world oh yeah i didn't even consider that because you just you have you have to meet your your future husband or wife uh in school obviously Uh because how else are you gonna get married right away and give birth to baby dumbledore yeah exactly exactly um yeah so so that's my like just 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 outlining this bullet point i think that you will have a draco malfoy equivalent i think you're totally right on that i think that the draco malfoy equivalent will also be a romance interest and i think that they will always be female and i think that that is how they will sneak in there not sneaking that sneaking is a rude way to say that but you know what i mean like it's the it's the two for one uh uh option right like also feminism girls can be evil there (laughs) is three for one amazing i sure sound like i have a lot of faith in video games huh yeah um but yeah that that is that is like my and it'll be at e3 and they'll show it at e3 and it'll be like 50 think pieces about how great it is that there's there's a lady kiss in the game that's ooh man I'm really excited to get invited to E3 to go play this game. Um, I'm seriously considering once this game is like officially announced, I'm just going to start pestering WBPR people. I have to. (laughs) We have to. We have to. I'll just say I will just say like, you know, I I won't like necessarily like harp on like, oh, we're like, you know, the podcast for lapsed fans or whatever. I'm just going to say we are a Harry Potter comedy podcast who really like video games and we would love to go to E3 and demo your game because that's not a lie, you know? <laughs> that's yeah. No, that um that's true. That sounds like me explaining my podcast to a Harry Potter fan that I meet in the wild. <laughs> uh well, it's a, a co- comedy Harry Potter podcast and yeah. uh, I'm a Ravenclaw. <laughs> it's uh I I would describe it as irreverent. You know, some, some irreverent humor in there. Just some irreverent humor about Harry Potter. It's a little bit, it's a little bit political, uh, with some irreverent <laughs> humor. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, I, I want what I want to have happen is for them to like see it and like see us and be like, yes, absolutely. And like, as we're like getting to E3, like we're on the plane <laughs> or whatever, 
and the guy is like listening to the episode where we were talking about how marriage should be abolished or whatever. <laughs> and like, and like, uh, and making fun of, of, of JK Rowling going back to her apartment or whatever. And just like, like meeting them there and like, well, they can't, you know, they can't not give us the demo at this point, but now they're like, really that <laughs> now they're like, really like, uh Oh, what have we done? It's going to be worse because they're going to listen to uh, our ideal Harry Potter video game and hear that we wanted a Crash Bandicoot level. They're like, damn it, we didn't put that in there. (laughs) It's the first thing we ask at the demo. Is there are there any levels in this game where you run towards the camera? Uh, Can we play the Crash Bandicoot level here or (laughs) is that not in the demo? Um, Do you think there will be an underwater level? Are we going to go in the lake? Oh, yeah. Um, Yes. Uh, there's only so much to do at hogwarts right like there's the castle there's the lake there's the forest uh, i think specifically there will be either like a side quest or maybe like a main part of the game where you have to go and deal with the the mer people in some regard yeah you might you might get that um i see all of my video game references are so old because i said like i don't play games anymore or like triple a game so i'm like yeah it'll be like in twilight princess where you get the the zora armor and can swim and that's gonna be the um what's that stuff called that in harry potter the slimy stuff that makes you grow oh, gills. gillyweed yes it's gonna be like yeah. that you're gonna get gillyweed and have to go uh talk to the merfolk um i'm gonna go one step further and say that like you have to talk to the merfolk, but like no one knows how. And they're like, like, oh, the giant squid is sick and no one knows why. Um, and and no one can talk to the merfolk. And then kooky Albus Dumbledore, he's like, mm. I've I've discovered a weed that you can eat. <laughs> and it and it makes you and it makes you able to swim. Like just like, like, like in Twilight. Princess. Just like have you ever played order. Twilight? Pr- I'm my name is actually Ron Weasley, and I can time travel, <laughs> and I have a Nintendo Wii. <laughs> it's really quite fascinating. Muggles have invented a wand that you can point at a television and play video games with. I have Twilight Princess. I have Red Steel, where you control a gun, which is like a wand that shoots people. Yeah, that sounds great. And we fit. Dumbledore's going to we fit. <laughs> I have we f- yeah. I have the we balance board. I actually don't understand how the fuck this works. I kind of does. It's doesn't. like a wand that you stand on. It's like a wand. <laughs> every every like muggle <laughs> artifact being described in like like how it relates to wands is a microphone is a wand that you talk into. It's like a wand. Yes, a podcast is like a wand that uh shoots words into your ear (laughs) (laughs) i think we've really fleshed out dumbledore's character for this game i don't know why i'm doing like an old guy voice for him honestly if because he would be like you know a student but like hey you know maybe he's just just always voice he's just always had the beard too he's like yeah he's got like a big big white beard actually i would love that because it's like you know they're I, i guess middle to high school age in you know, when you're going to Hogwarts. So I like to imagine that Dumbledore is like that one kid with the beard. That, that like was got me. A beard. Yeah. See, that you're Dumbledore. You're Dumbledore. Dumbledore. It's not bad. Yeah. I'm just saying like, there's, <laughs> always, there's always like that handful of kids yeah. that, you know, g- got the beard. Yeah. No, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Dumbledore with like a shitty beard and like little round glasses. 
could actually be pretty funny see like there's so many ideas here that we're like touching on that like oh if they do it right it could be great but if they do it wrong it'll just be really funny um uh, so and, and no losers here <laughs> yeah win-win um uh so yeah definitely gonna be an underwater level forbidden forest it's gonna I'm, feature like hugely right Fr- from uh, if, that's the if part the, that i find weird yeah if the text like, is right then we know mm-hmm. that that's gonna be a big deal yeah that's the part that, that's the part where i almost wonder if it is gonna have some like unique features because like the way it's like the forbidden forest is just like a fucking forest with stuff in it right like there's not it's not like a, a world or anything it's a no, forest and it's so a i'm magical really forest. curious if it's like again i'm imagining like almost like a persona type thing could be possible where it's like the castle and hogsmeade is where most of the game that isn't combat takes place and then like the forbidden forest is almost like a really long dungeon that you play that has like like one really big dungeon in the game it's the forbidden forest that's the only like thing i can think of really unless it's just like here's a big forest with stuff in yeah i don't know um maybe it's like a separate exploration zone because we do see like the combat we do see looks to be not in a forest um yeah that shot of what i assume is in the forbidden forest where your player character walks and like sees a magic a fantastic beast uh yeah like hanging out fantastic beasts in that trailer yeah there are so i i don't i don't know i don't i i think it's gonna be I don't think it's just going to be the castle grounds because I think it's there's going to be traveling in multiple locations. Um, yeah, for like different dungeons and stuff. I almost wonder if like Hogwarts is going to be like your hub world, and then you're you're going to like more discrete levels out in between or something. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 so weird that this is happening. Yeah, like, I'm still like, kind of a little bit in shock. And we were there. We saw we saw all this unfolding. Uh, yeah, which is the funniest part. Like, like I I had this video on my heart. I'm I had like I'm I think the coast is clear now to like start posting videos of that trailer uh, without getting like immediately taken down or whatever because because I've seen a lot of people doing them now and I was so I was like I was like in this like horrible state where I was like. I have so many funny things I could do with this video that I don't <laughs> want to, but I don't want to get our like Twitter nuked, you know, like, right. Yeah. I, I think the coast is pretty much clear that they, they have to know, like they have to know, right. This isn't the first time this has happened. So that, that video is pretty much circulated, <laughs> Yeah, but it's also I, WB. So it's kind of hard to say. It, yeah. You never know. Yeah. But what you can know is that we're not in the pocket of big rowling and we are willing to talk about this game. That's right. Speaking of Rowling, speaking mm-hmm. of JK herself, it's sure. her world. Yeah. And and we're just we're just in it. There's a part of me that always thought that maybe the reason this kind of thing never happened is because I could see JK Rowling being very um like anti-violent video game type person like she's of like that age right like like video games have like kind of bypassed her as a i mean no but she plays minecraft and stuff so maybe yeah, not but, but like I, i'm not saying that minecraft gamers aren't gamers because they are that's I, I don't really know how to say this but you can be 
you can Minecraft is one of those games that you can play to the exclusion of all other games, right? <laughs> yes, like, that's true. Like, like, like Minecraft it's, is its own thing. People that aren't necessarily I, this it's cap that aren't necessarily capital G gamers are playing Minecraft, right? It's kind of like Fortnite in yeah. that way. It's like everyone's totally. playing Fortnite. Everyone played Minecraft. I yeah. don't think that that necessarily gives you a different perspective on the gaming world at large. That's true. Yeah, I could. I I, I just like I imagine her seeing it's, it's it's specifically that like part of the game where where like the the goblin guy gets like impaled on the wall or whatever, and I could just yeah. imagine her like completely vetoing that. Right? Like like yeah, I, I'm surprised by how combat heavy the trailer looked um and the other reason is i feel like she's probably at least savvy enough to like know that the harry potter games have not been great up until this point you know and i just think feel like unlike many like authors or creators or whatever i think jk like even if she doesn't have like official creative control over some stuff it seems like she is vocal enough that she has pretty high levels of creative control about like who else is doing harry potter stuff yeah and like huge veto powers and i Mm -hmm. think that she probably gets clued into any new things and wants to say whether or not they are okay yes yeah that that is fascinating to me like just like if if this if this video as well as being shown to focus groups was like shown to jk at like one of those wb remember in the documentary where there's that scene where she like goes to the wb meeting and they're showing her the theme park (laughs) yes uh and she has that line about like oh it's very weird to go to these meetings where everyone's trying to impress you like i'm imagining being like some somebody working on this game trying to trying to show this video game to the author of the god work. can you imagine oh. that's so that is so fucked up i i have this like extra like this clarity of how fucked up that is to have like like poured yourself into making this game and now it's time to see if jk rowling says it's okay that's so so fucked up i hate that i hate that so much tensing like like every like as soon as the combat starts like you're just like immediately like full-on clench like like, (laughs) please don't please don't yell at me please don't yell at me like like that would be so awful i i feel like when this was in the works or was being okayed like a long time ago like i feel like wb probably got a contract that would make this possible (laughs) so so in that case when like they show like the the full trailer at like like they actually announce it at like e3 or like the game awards or whatever um could you fucking imagine if like it was contracted and she had no say in it and she doesn't like it like (sighs) she will her twitter will be absolutely incredible like God, if someone else wrote it like if a one someone else wrote it two it's like too violent or something like oh my god she will have the best meltdown yet probably i think yeah i the possibilities are endless i'm so excited for more information about this to to come out on the flip side maybe we have the read on her completely wrong and she like loves like dragon age and stuff and is like and is like it's super possi- stoked about it's th- totally like, possible 
I could see it. She never talks about uh, game stuff, but like, like I could see she knows she knows she's like in like the fantasy author contemporary circle enough. that I'm sure she's at least like heard of like Bioware games or something, you know, and like seen them. I, I can't imagine. She has like also her, I think her eldest kid is like, like will be in their late teens now, I think. So maybe she's like around that stuff. It's just like, I, 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 I can't get a beat on whether she would like, see the part where a goblin gets impaled to a wall and there's like a full combat system and just go like absolutely not nope shut this down you know or whether <laughs> she, she she would be into that i don't know yeah i could totally see her at least knowing a bit more like she wouldn't talk about games because she's pretty careful about her public image and might still just have the remnants of like the idea that that shouldn't be part of her public image but probably maybe <laughs> just doesn't have a problem with it either um <laughs> but i don't know I'm very interested to see how this is going to develop. I assume we're not going to see anything for a long time. Yeah, my prediction is that this will be revealed in December for the VGAs. That's my guess. Mm. Um, just because that trailer, like the music is obviously temporary and like there's definitely some stuff in there that's like early, but it's far enough along that it seems like it's like gearing up to have a full trailer you know yeah it would also be a really smart time because it's going to be you know after crimes of grindelwald has come out so assuming pretty peak harry potter engagement from the public would be right after our movie came out and people are hopefully feeling excited about it (laughs) or or on the flip side if the movie is really bad you have something that looks better uh to to show people that sounds more likely um <laughs> uh yeah but but yeah like december is when like the, the video game awards happen and they always like reveal a bunch of games there even though it's an award can you imagine if the fucking oscars just was like a trailer showcase that would be so fucking funny that's hilarious i don't like, i don't know what happens at the oscars anyway so no the, the oscar i'm not saying the oscars are good but they hand out awards and that's the focus the game awards it's like they have like cut to commercial while someone's like giving their acceptance speech and then come back so they can like show a reveal like it's so much more focused on like here's a bunch of new shit show um, harry potter game show us harry Stupid potter award game. maybe Just we'll be see there the harry potter game well, well we definitely will be because we've been <laughs> snubbed so much but we are the premier um you know harry potter podcast of gamers <laughs> i have nothing to base that on <laughs> i'm just throwing that <laughs> one out there is there a Harry Potter gaming podcast? If there is not, we are by default number one. Yeah, and... if there is, come on our show. We'd love to hear yes. from you. Yeah, what? Yeah, what are you playing? Uh, are you like just like going through all the old games, or are you playing on that Minecraft Harry Potter server, or what's the deal? Yeah. Uh, well, there's always Hogwarts mystery, so. <laughs> That's yes. There's a dedicated Hogwarts mystery gamer community. Um, yeah. So. I, I, we've got some predictions. Do you have any like last minute predictions here? You want to want to get in here? Um, yeah, a, uh, a Phoenix idol item that gives you fifty percent more inventory space. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going. To, I was going to say because my first thought was like, um, like old school, like. Uh, isometric rpgs where you would have physical weight 
would be like part of it, uh-huh. you know, like D and D. So I was like, yeah, it'll increase your like the amount of weight you can carry. I guess I guess uh, Elder Scrolls games do that too. Um, mm-hmm. But then I was like, no way, they're going to do that. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to put that system in this game. So they're, yeah, uh, there space. will be a there will be a section where you have to hold on to a phoenix and and fly around and yeah shoot spells. It's a, it, that'll be the turret sequence. Um that the game absolutely will have yeah i'm what a, what a what a week like like i said we're, we we came right off of the nagini news everything was settling down and then we we're right back into it with this with this harry potter harry potter skyrim is here um, yeah and and i'm just so stoked because one like the the best outcome is it's a good game we have a good time with it um and 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 all that or it's a bad game and it's very funny and we get to read amazing posts about it for eternity uh online yeah for sure and and i i think we can say that we'll probably try to stream it um oh god yes so that'll be fun yeah Uh, so we'll look forward to that um and i also like as far as like news stuff goes i would like to and you know we're running long today so maybe next time we can talk about uh the nagini stuff uh i guess probably like until the movie comes out at least like the the aftermath because we're finally we've had the we've had all the takes right like we had the initial reveal the backlash and now the backlash to the backlash so yes we can kind of we can kind of chat about that but uh, yeah a lot of news these days a lot of news a lot of a lot of news a lot of games our theme song is hot mcgonagall by treasure moon you can check them out on Bandcamp. huge thanks to them for letting us use that as our theme song uh you can uh contact us at shriekcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments we always appreciate itunes reviews we've gotten some lovely ones recently thank you to everyone who has uh written and and reviewed it and subscribed to our patreon where you can uh, listen to uh we have a lot of bonus content coming out these days now that we have our common room chats on there um so definitely worth checking out if you like our stuff and liz what are we reading this week so next week we're doing chapter eight, which is the Quidditch World Cup, uh, and chapter nine, which is called the Dark Mark. Yeah, and those will be long ones, and and maybe we'll be going down to one after that. But for now, you're gonna you're gonna get double double help in the chapters. I don't know why I said that, but I said it, and it's there. And I'll <laughs> leave it in. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I know that these are longer readings that we're doing, but if you find the time, please read another book. Please read another book. Dream, but there's a lady there makes ocean raw seem tame. But I know what you're after if you catch a ride. Cause this hot mama is just a cat in disguise.